All right. This is getting a little ridiculous. Calling me all the way out to this warehouse is one thing, but making me wait and not answering my calls is a completely different matter. Oh, that must be my phone. I can recognize the ringtone anywhere. Hello? Hey, hey, hey sorry. Um, I, I just saw your missed calls. Uh, I'm stuck. Fuck you. I'm stuck in traffic. Um, I woke up late, so we're going to continue. Just are, are you are you at the warehouse? Yeah, I've been at the warehouse. I got here at 7 when you told me to be here. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I woke up a little late this morning. The game's still on. My sick and twisted game is still on. It's okay. I'll be there 30 minutes. I, I'm on the bridge right now. I, I, okay, it's okay. All right. Yeah, okay. I'll talk sorry. to you when you I'll get here. I'll be there in a minute. Okay. Bye. Night of... The bleed ing cock sucker <laughs> tonight. Yeah, Nightbreed. Nightbreed is a movie. My three word review. What were they thinking? <laughs> it beats all three words. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I don't know what the fuck to make of that. That was, uh, I did not expect, I, I didn't know what yeah, did, to expect. Do I didn't, you have an uh, intro for this? No. I'm, okay. I should, we I watched I, Nightbreed. I might, we watched Nightbreed from 1990. Yeah, Nightbreed. Clive Barker, director of such classics as Hellraiser. Drive Farter. Candyman. Candy's nuts fit in your mouth. So <laughs> I haven't I haven't had a movie give me this much whiplash in a while. Yeah. So I, I'm uh, willing to chalk it up to, uh, part of it up to external factors but um i was in and out of sleep oh i'm sorry for the second act <laughs> and i don't know why i looked over at one point and i saw you were like <laughs> i was i was fighting I'm at sorry. one point not for the whole thing okay it was about the from the time that they that the bad doctor man uh is like teaming up with the police the, the midian police or whatever hmm. uh like the the sheriff or whatever right uh from then to like the beginning of the attack i was like oh and i i i thought for certain you knew because i i was not not like i was i know that i i shit really i was nodding off hard and i felt really bad <laughs> Because I know you just spent four dollars. I, well, like, I, I gotta I'm, say, I gotta. I didn't realize you were tired. We could have done it later. Or I didn't something. realize I was tired either. Okay. I sat down and I was like, "All right, let's watch it." And uh, just for that period of time, I was like, "God damn, I cannot <laughs> stay awake." And it's it, I never do that with movies, like mm. you know, unless it's like ten o'clock at night. You're like my mom in <laughs> Avatar. Uh, she had I, like spinal meningitis or something <laughs> when I saw. Avatar they had Ron Metz and she was falling asleep in Avatar and I was elbowing her to keep her awake because she was snoring in a theater full of people. I've done that with my mom before. Yeah. That that I did She doesn't need spinal meningitis to do that, by the way. She I, I completely that. forgot until you just said something. The same thing happened with my mom. I can't remember which movie it was. Mm. But she fell asleep and was snoring so hard I had to keep her awake. <laughs> I, I have a, a, a very particular memory of watching uh star trek the next generation with my aunt every like five minutes i would look over and 
it was a 50-50 gamble if she was alert and paying attention or completely asleep. <laughs> but she was like waking up. It wasn't, right, and she wasn't watching. She wasn't fighting it. It was either right. like, boom, she's out mm-hmm. or she's up and she's on it. Is this during the span of one episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With commercials? No, I think we had TiVo or whatever, okay. I, so yeah, I think pretty... that I was speeding okay. through the commercials. <laughs> that's a very small space of time to <laughs> just be like out an hour, and back you know, up. 55 minutes, something like that. Mm. But yeah, it was. It was very fast. I have two, I'm have i either awake or asleep. I'd, I Very rarely am I going in and out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I'm sorry we could have done this later if you... If you felt like you weren't fully alert. I, I powered through it. I think you got everything still. I do, too. It's, uh, <laughs> I barely knew anything about this movie other than it was a Clive Barker mm-hmm. thing and that maybe it wasn't perfect. Like, that they right. were sort of mixed, but, um, knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Except that there was a guy with a moon-shaped head on the cover and I was like, all right, this movie's... Dense. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I thought there's this a lot felt going like, on, and also barely anything going on. Dude, it's this felt like I was like, okay, it's the director's cut. You know, that was the one that was available to rent. And then uh-huh. I, f- I figure that's the better one. I feel like I'll look it up, and people are like, don't watch the director's cut. Yeah, it's the yeah, worst now, version of after, the movie. After having watched that, that it's hard this to believe. felt like a theatrical cut of a director's. You know. Like I, an yeah. abbreviated, right, right. Hyper... That, that really important stuff was missing. Yeah, like very, like just stuff that fixed basic pacing. You know, for like calm scenes where things are explained. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't stop. It like gets going. I mean, it's like it starts and it's like okay, I think I'm gonna get my foothold in a second. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. okay, okay. In a second, I'll sort of lock into a a, a mental flow state mm-hmm. with the movie. Does not happen. It it it's like a runaway train. It's like I was trying to get a hold. I was like, okay, so the main guy's crazy, or, or he's killed people, mm-hmm. and he's got a psychiatrist. It so was he institutionalized i guess and now he's treated or yeah i mean it's i mean it's hard to just even get like okay who is this guy and what what right um there's a part in the santa claus where tim allen is at the north pole with his son for the first time Mm. and he's going around he's asking everybody all these questions like what the hell's going on why are you elves what is this why are you you're saying you're 3000 mm. years old or whatever and you know i'm not santa claus and then after a while they like put him in like this room where he's going to be staying mm-hmm. and then the whole movie gets very calm it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie but it's where he kind of like basically sits down for the audience and yeah. is like so I'm really Santa Claus, huh? Yes. And that means I'm going to deliver presents to kids every Christmas. And we need it. There's like similar moments in other movies like Harry Potter, you know, like when he gets like, you know, uh, on the train or whatever. Like, you yeah. know, there's certain moments in movies that have these like big fucking concepts. What, where that it's like, like there's worlds that exist alongside the real explained. world. Explained. 
for us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they're fucking fake and there's rules that we just don't know and this movie needed that scene desperately it needed and a it couple never happened there's it like didn't. at the last fucking 5 minutes they're like the prophecy and it's like the prophecy the prophecy it was fucking funny he's like he's that's him yeah. it's like they're showing like mosaics there and was stuff. like that it's like what the opening credits Credits. The opening credits had those, and I figured, okay, it's just a. I think that you're supposed to pay attention. Uh, (laughs) I think they're showing you that shit in the opening credits. (laughs) I don't know if you're supposed to pay attention, but that's the only other time you saw him, dude. I mean, I don't know. It's like, was was I supposed to read something to get ready for this? Right. You know, because this seems. It's like Dune. Yeah, it's, it's like there's not enough like, room in the movie. How much fucking shit is going on and they don't cram it and like I don't know the the main problem that I have with it is that like there's outside of like the the stuff that the writers obviously think is the interesting part which is like the demon uh, shapeshifter lore and all this underground yeah. bullshit they think that's like the really interesting part mm-hmm. but like the heart of the movie that should be like the story about these two people and their relationship mm-hmm. is like non-existent no, you don't yeah. get to know these people before they're fucking thrown into this bullshit you get one you get two scenes where they interact like right. actually you get this one scene where he wakes up and he's and and it's established like he's having nightmares about mm-hmm. a world or something, and then uh, another one where she comes to his job mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, and the he's like dreaming about these characters, and you assume like all of this will fall in line later, like Dune, right. like mm-hmm. Dune. He's having dreams where like you know he's dreaming about Sting. Yeah. Saying he's going to kill him. We're talking he's... about David Lynch's Dune, by the way. Yeah, the yeah. real Dune. The real one. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he's dreaming about, like, his future girlfriend and the Fremen and all this yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, I don't mean to compare it to that so much, but, like, I, f- I feel like there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, for sure. Um, Big ideas. And sort of the way that that plays out is, like, as you watch the movie, more and more things fall in place. So by yeah. the the climax, you're like caught up, but you don't really know how it's gonna end. End, mm-hmm. and here it's like they set up all this shit, and it's almost like they forgot. It's like you know, I, I'm me as the audience. I'm like, okay, so what? What relevance? What special relevance does this spiky woman have in this guy's life? And the movie, mm-hmm. the 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 filmmakers turn to me with uh, nostrils lined with cocaine. They go, huh? <laughs> I said that. Oh shit. Yeah, there's That's... that there's that one scene where he like goes in, um, and he says like, I, who's that woman? I saw her in my dream." And then she goes like, "I dreamed him." Mm-hmm. And you don't see her again until the end of the fucking movie. Yeah, and it's like an action they, scene that she's in. They it's, show it's her no in like resolution. his dreams too. Like they're showing her with special. Yeah, with care. Yeah, it feels like uh, this movie needs like another fucking hour. This, need, this movie needs to be if it's, it's gonna so work. So fucking. It's crazy. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's really hard to get a hold on, like, anything. Like, even with other, like, overblown, mm-hmm. you know, way too, it just doesn't fit 
it doesn't fit. Yeah, um, I mean, I just don't know what's fucking going on. No, yeah, like, it's, I it's frustrating. There's like a fucking guy who's like in charge, but he's not like a god. It's like a statue, but he's he can also talk sometimes. Yeah, he's a, he's still a person somehow. And then there's this leader. That's that's a scene where I was thinking about it. That's literally a scene where the main character needs to go like, so he can talk in real life, and they go sometimes, or something, you know, right. or like you know. It, we need like rock solid, like not that I need things spoon fed to me, but it's like I need you got to give me something. And part of the part of the problem why why we might need a little more help than like normal movies, you know, i.e. Mm. the Santa Claus, a normal movie, <laughs> uh, is that this is a very unique idea. Yeah, these are this is not pre-established. You know, this isn't Santa Claus lore that everybody knows. Yeah, this uh, is like an entire even... cosmology, it seems. Right, and there's the, there are these people, these shapeshifters, mm-hmm. who are like mythical, uh, undead people, and... Some of them are undead, some of them have gone beyond death, some of them are killable. Right, um, and they're also in dreams, there's some kind of psychological connection between them and certain real people, but also, like, you get there... And it's like they're not ghosts. Like you can touch them. Like they have a fucking house. You know, like anybody can just walk in. They're physical in. creatures. Like you can just right. go there. So I it's thought like I thought it was a little more supernatural than that. I thought it was like a different world because they keep talking about it like it's a right, world. Right. And I was like, okay, so it's like a little dimension. No, it's thing. it's all physical. So it's like, an underground layer. So then you go in and they're like, no, we're real people, and there's all this stuff. Like, no, everything's real. They go through great lengths to tell you everything is as it seems, mm-hmm. which is kind of a cool idea to be like, yeah, it's kind of supernatural, but we're all here. Like, there's mm-hmm. no what if about it. And they're but, like an ancient race that got extinguished. But then they or... get it like there's this God thing with glowing eyes and mm-hmm. he can kind of talk. He kind of can't. And there's like laws. So it like starts getting fuzzier the more you the deeper you yeah, go. I... And by the end, it's just like we needed to know. We, like, yeah. desperately needed to know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And it just wasn't there. There's, it's... like, they give this guy, like, a new title or name or whatever. Cabal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, he's like, I have to rebuild. And it's, like, okay, do you literally have to build something? Or are you, like, just, like, a tribe yeah. leader? Was this what made this place special? Because it seems, like, it wasn't especially, like, what? Is it just that people didn't know? Because right. they just blew it up. A truck crashed through <laughs> the ceiling. It's really, it's, it's really, it's really, it's just, it's too much. It, it gets, it wastes its time sometimes too. Um, it's frustrating when uh, the main guy's girlfriend, Boone, that's his name, mm-hmm. when his girlfriend is like walking through Midian, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she's seeing all these crazy guys. Yeah. You know, which they're cool, I guess. It's just makeup designs, <laughs> neato. But mm-hmm. it's like, it goes on for like 10 minutes. Her just like walking through and being like, huh? Oh, that right. guy had a head in his balls or something. You uh-huh. know, that guy was eating eels. And it's like, why did you not use that time to be like, okay, here's the, here's. Yeah, and there's all these people saying, like, you you are not allowed to go there. And she's like, I'm going to go there anyway, and nobody stops her. And it's like, okay, why is she not allowed to go there? What, To what extent is she not allowed? Like, Cause she's she obviously there. physically allowed to go there. Yeah, yeah. Like, she just walks past some people. There's no, what the 
fuck is Midian? <laughs> I guess it's just an underground space. But then, so she, so she goes down there. It, by, by the way, through that whole part, uh, Boone, the main guy, goes down to that thing mm-hmm. after, so, Master Splinter, uh, this guy with what turns out to be a bunch of eyes on his face, mm-hmm. uh, after Boone's girlfriend goes to Midian the first time, and, like, she basically just finds him immediately. Uh, and, you know, she's she's, she's like, I want to see him. I, I want to see, you know. And what he saves her from the serial killer mm-hmm. psychiatrist. And then, so Master Splinter says, like, you must go with her or something. Yeah, he's like, like, you're not allowed to come back here or something. He he's says, like, like you, you're not allowed chosen... to leave. You're not allowed to come back. You go with her, go talk to Baphomet. Yeah. And then he goes, and for like 15 minutes, he's unseen talking to the statue. Baphomet, the statue that talks, sometimes doesn't. Mm -hmm. He's down there, and she's looking for him. I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. I don't know what he's doing. Is he getting power? Right. There's no... It's like an entire scene's cut out there. Uh-huh. Like a huge scene's... Right. Cut out. I think this movie needed the uh, the touch of a master like Albert Hitchcock. Albert or Hitchcock. Robert Denaro, Somebody who could really bring a, some class and a real, artistry. A real master. To the screen. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Uh, Greta Thunberg. Any of the masters yeah. of cinema that we've come to know and love so well, um, their help would have been needed here. Desperately, but it's it, it's we like we didn't get it. It the the funny one of the funniest parts to me is uh that like all of this is like triggered and like masterminded by this psychiatrist who turns out to like I guess he just knows he's sort of the Mr. Crocker figure of of this movie <laughs> yeah. where he knows that all this shit's going on but he plays dumb to the world at large. Yeah. You know, and he frames all these crazy people um and his grand plan is just to fucking kill this guy. That's how it comes out in the movie. He talks like he's like, I want to kill all of them. You know, it's right. like, okay, so the obvious, I mean, not that obvious is automatically what you want, but like where you would think to go with that from a writer's point of view is like, okay, he's going to eventually get down to Baphomet, right? right? He wants to destroy this source of power. He wants to steal the power. He wants to overthrow he something. Gets, he gets the power. The power destroys him. He is stopped. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it it's it, for a lot of the movie it's like okay this is going somewhere like this feels and the idea for him isn't bad in my opinion where he's like framing people right but the, you know but the fact that like he gets like basically everything he wants like every opportunity he needs is presented to him and he's really never headed off is the thing maybe once he's kind of like scared off uh-huh. by Boone but he's never like outsmarted not that right. that's essential, just, but it's like he ends up confronting, you know, this this big thing, which should be the moment where it's like I've been waiting all my life to do this, but instead he just like goes after the main guy with a knife, and it's like, why do you still care about this guy? Yeah, you this know, guy, you can't this kill guy him. was a means to getting you. He he needed this guy to show him where this place was. 
yeah. and he needed to get the police involved so that he would have more leverage to uh, get in to there. get in and do whatever he needed to do. But then once he's there, he just goes straight back to like attacking this guy who yeah. he has already stabbed before in the beginning of the movie and it didn't work like guess, the first yeah. act of the movie and his grand plan, he's got two knives. Yeah. Maybe if I stab him twice. <laughs> and so he goes after him and obviously they just fight for a minute and he gets killed. Yeah. It's like what was all of this for? Mhm. You never find out why he wants to do that? Really? He kind of like hints towards something when he's mm-hmm. talking to that guy at like a gas station, I guess. The guy with all this the stuff, like the junk mm-hmm. man that he tortures. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he sort of hints at it, I feel like. He says something that I mean, implies... Even, even the gas station guy's like, why do you want to do this? Yeah, and he's... And he doesn't get a straight answer. Not really, and it's like, okay, we'll get a straight answer later on. Never mind. But, I mean, it really, it's it's like you never get a... Fo- you need a foothold in a story like this. Uh, Clive Barker, I think I, I think he just wrote Candyman, but that's got a similar feel where it, it always feels like it's like coming a little too fast at you, but it really benefits the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it that here it's like whoa, whoa, slow down, slow, slow, you know, because like he, so it's like all it, it's really an overwhelming movie. Uh, the main guys just early on, I was like, okay, somewhere I'm gonna get, okay, I can lock in. Mm-hmm. I know I keep saying this, but like he just keeps going and keeps going, and like he gets set off by he's given pills. By yeah. David Cronenberg, I think, and he starts hallucinating apparently, and he's like walking around. I just, I mean, it's hard to even put into words, and and then he's just like, it's just like this onslaught of scenes, and mm-hmm. then he gets shot by the police, and then they take him to the morgue. And it's like, okay, so what? For another thing, it's like you don't find out until the end of the movie that that red guy. Biting him is what turned him into uh, a night breed. Or at least it didn't click with me. Which, now that yeah. I think about it, the it did spark lightning. So maybe that's on me. But um, it's like, oh, so I thought, like, okay, so... Because he's, like, trying to get into Midian. He's like, I want to be one of you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fuck you. Get out of here, mm-hmm. you know, and then, but then in the morgue, it did not click that he had been turned into a night breed. I didn't know that. I didn't know what the fuck a night breed was. I still don't know what a night breed no. is. No, it's like, we're what? creatures of the night. It's very vague. They're monsters. Right. And naturals? It's like, big naturals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. It's like, he's a natural, but he's not, but it, maybe he was, and now he's something else, or he was always this thing, or destined to be this thing. And he's now upgraded to something. I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's like it's they, like and Pokemon they never, or some shit. There's a whole fucking yeah. system in place and that I have no idea how to access any point of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's I I don't. So yeah, he get he gets off the <laughs> morgue and fucking his girlfriend sees him like a ghost for a second. Yeah, <laughs> there's like it's a like, part when she's like looking at his body, and then like uh, you hear a song that she was singing in the previous scene, oh, yeah. as if somebody else is remembering her. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because she's not recollecting, like, a memory they had together. She was, like, doing, like, she was working. She, like, sang that song kind of at him during that part. Briefly, yeah. He walked in, like, halfway through, And he's, he's, as we find out, he's high. But by the time he's in the hospital and shit, it already feels like I'm too far into the movie. Whoa, this... I'm way further into the movie than I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, and then he gets shot by the police at Midian and I don't know how he got there. Turns out to be pretty far out of town, you know, and it's like, I'm way farther in the movie than I need to be. And then it happens like we never get like a hard break from the real world, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like the moment where it's like, cause what you need to do with this is like slip off. It's like, okay, here's our real world. Right? This, our regular world exists, right? Regular real world. And then there's also this little subterranean nightbreed facet of the world mm-hmm. um, that we slowly introduce, and then you're going to descend into it at some point or break off. And yeah. you've got it, but we never get that. It's like kind of like, all right, nightbreed world, you know. Uh-huh. You already know. Oh no! Was I supposed to study? Yeah, like imagine, imagine you're like in the first Harry Potter movie. Mm-hmm. He gets on the train and he gets to Hogwarts, and then like after the first day of school, he goes back to the real world and like yeah. is involved in like a bank heist. Quicker than that. Quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, it, quicker than it, way yeah, quicker, quicker than, than that. that. He he meets Hagrid and fights uh, uh, Voldemort <laughs> yeah. in the third scene of the movie. <laughs> you know that's that's how fast this goes. But it's it it is like it's like jumping. It's like putting you into a world, and it's like oh cool. Are we gonna learn about like what's going on? How this is different from real life? What's special about this fictional thing? Yanks you back mm-hmm. out and sticks you in a fucking motel shootout. And it's yeah. Like, and then back, what, and then it's yeah, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's like getting your head dunked in, yeah. in water. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I mean, it is like, but but by the time he's like turning into you know, Nightbreed, he's turning into Nightbreed. Yeah, and he jumps out of the window or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, oh no, oh man, this is going way too fast. I, I you know, I, was, I I won't say I gave up, but I was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to keep up. And one of the main characters, like the guy who cuts his face off, which is like one of the one one of the few things I like about this movie, uh, is the the guy who you just assume is fucking crazy, mm-hmm. who like starts cutting his own face off, and then we never see him, uh, and he gets like whatever the doctor presumably kills him because he wa- he has to be left alone with him like as he's like in critical condition. Yeah. And then he dies and then he pops back up later and he was like, Hey, I'm one of the monsters. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He just gets killed off screen at the last, he gets like, decapitated after, after being absent from most of the movie or like most of the important part this, of the this, movie. Yeah. This climax of the movie. Uh, he just, it's like he got killed off screen. He got the, here's his head. It's, it's re- like, fuck me. That you know, shit it's that like, happens in a theatrical cut. This right. is a director's cut. I'm beginning to doubt if we actually watch the director's cut. It's crazy. It's, it's fucked up. I just looked up. Uh, this has a 3.3 average score on Letterboxd. Mario I, Brothers movie? Two. Now, tell me they deserve the world t- is not fucking biased. Okay, at le- Super Mario Brothers needs to be at least 3.3, or Nightbreed needs to be down to 2. Correct. <laughs> you know, these objectively, mm-hmm. unless somehow the theatrical cut is way better, which I doubt, because it's like, how can taking away stuff from this <laughs> right. improve it? 
Right. You know, because this right. seems... Where, what would taking... I mean, I guess, like, there's certain parts that go on too long, but at the same time, all these things, like, they're cutting really fast. There's, like, a, a part when, like, they're blaring the score... Danny As Elfman like car, is fucking like a car's like charging down the road. Yeah. And we're like cutting between that and like these military people setting up like claymores and stuff. And there's this priest and it just feels like shit's going by way too fast. Yeah. In a cut that ha- is supposed to have more mm-hmm. be able to take its time as much as it wants. Danny Elfman goes fucking crazy. And it it is like it, it's it's just as relentless as I mean I guess he did a good job because it's just as relentless as the movie. Yeah, it's another one of the things for. I like about the movie is like the score's not bad. No, yeah, it's, it's good. It's it's his solid stuff. It's yeah. a great era for him. Mm-hmm. This is Batman it's a little Returns. Generic. I w- there wasn't anything I could pick out. Yeah, it's a lot of the horns like da 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 da. You know, a lot of that that you get, but still. It helps the movie, mm-hmm. you know, with making you feel something. Feels big and expensive. Yeah. It, it carries that Hollywood weight with it. I wasn't expecting a, a like a big Hollywood like thing from this. I, yeah. I don't know why I didn't, but uh, it, I was sort of caught off guard by all the stuff that's going on. Like there's the police and military and huge explosions, oh, a man. gigantic third act. Man, it is. It's. It's crazy. It's like I don't hate the movie, really, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like watching it, it's like I'm trying to keep up, especially on this first watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just frustrating because it's like I want to I wanna be here with you. Uh-huh. I want to keep up, but you got you to gotta help me out. Right. <laughs> you know, because I, listen, you may know what Midian is mm-hmm. and what kind of night breeds there are. <laughs> Uh, or if it's all just ran, because there's a lot of night breeds. If that's the case, there's a guy, there's a lady with a hand on her on her chin. There's a guy who's like fat with a head in his <laughs> abdomen. There's a guy with the moon shaped head. Like I said, that's so there's funny. Like a guy in that who one looks like scene. a clown, his face is like blue, and he's yeah. got like white around. There's he that jump scares the 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 love interest mm-hmm. at one point. There's the red guy with. Skin dreadlocks. Tendrils, yeah. Yeah. Um, when uh I love that part when he's like when they bring uh Boone into the, the room with all the with all the main characters we've been introduced to. Uh uh-huh. um yeah. and he's and the moon guy like walks him in, which once again it's like, you know, he's like, Have you been trained in the ways of <laughs> the night breed? And he's like, Yes. And it's like, What? <laughs> hey, whoa, when did this happen? You know, and like he's like, did you tutor him in the ways? He says to the moon guy, he's like, I did. It's like, bull shit, you did. You didn't do anything. Uh, he's cool. Uh, Master Splinter's great. Porcupine Lady. Uh, there's a lot of night breeds. The movie, like, treats all these characters, like, with all the fanfare of, like, you know them, you've come to love them. You've really gotten to know these characters, but by the end of the movie, they still just look like Halloween costumes to me because I don't fucking know what's going it's on. It's like it's I like don't a know makeup their effect. names. Nightbreed, I don't even know if they got names. Nightbreeds are uh, makeup effects artist demos. Seriously, here's what I mean. That's what it comes up. Which, which you know, if you like that in movies, you like this, I guess. Yeah, a lot. I can get why people would appreciate this, but this movie doesn't really grate on me. In retrospect, 
and I could probably watch it again, not that I'd really want to, but relatively painlessly. Just like staring at it, like knowing that yeah, it's like I it's mean, not going to make sense. Nothing, but it's like it can only make more sense on the second viewing. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. I'm just like it makes so little sense on the first viewing that yeah. like it has to like maybe like oh I didn't catch that. There's a line I couldn't hear the first time or something critical. You know, I I doubt it. It can make like enough sense to like just end up being comprehensible. Yeah, but I could understand like understanding it a little more mm-hmm. on another watch. It's it's all set piece. This movie is totally like completely absolutely made up of set pieces in the service of nothing. It there's nothing to support them, <laughs> right? You know, it's not like you know, it's literally it's it's like I said, him walking in there and be like, "Have you been trained in the ways or whatever?" You know, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, "Yeah," and it's like that's a whole part. That's, mm-hmm. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to show that to me, and then, is this the main character? Right. You know, like, that's what it felt like. It's like, oh, was I mistaken? Mm-hmm. You know? Is the girlfriend the main character? She probably, she might have more screen time than the main guy. That's the way, when he, when the guy gets killed, and I'm not saying it really should have gone this way, but when that guy gets killed, it's kind of a surprise. Like, you don't think he's about to get shot to death by no, the yeah. police, but the way it kind of frames it as like, oh, she's the main character now. Yeah. Interesting. You know, how how will she solve the the wrongful murder of Which her lover I, and uncover this big conspiracy uh, involving supernatural shit? But it's like, nope, he's back to life. He's the chosen one, and he's now, you know, there's Night Reeks, there's Big Naturals, there's <laughs> the, the Berserkers or whatever they're called. <laughs> there, there's, it, it, there's like fucking... It's different crazy. tiers of this underworld thing, different classes. I, I was ready to be like, okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm about to say Nightbreed World Midian has no logic. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well, I'll, I'll accept a lack of logic and they'll be like, that's the berserkers are down there. It's like, okay, fuck. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's funny, you know, because it does, I don't know how much of it is just us, I don't think much of it is just us, but... Clive Barker's stuff tends to do that, where it'll, like, switch. It'll be like, no, that wasn't the main character. The mm. short stories will do that sometimes. It's like, mm-mm, no. They they died. Right. They died, so they're not the main character anymore. You know, and that's always fun. So I was like, okay, so I think that's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. You know, and you do spend a good bit of time with her, and I guess she's all right. Uh, the, it's it, In retrospect, it's kind of pissing me off thinking about the scene that she spends with fucking Carol Ann or whoever the lady she meets at a bar right who ends up getting killed immediately yeah which honestly that kind of I I that kind of sucked not yeah. her getting killed well, kind of her getting killed but it's like they set up this whole they spend all this it I guess this does mean that it sucks that she gets killed but they spend all this time where it's like hi hello oh was it a man or was it money hey girl mm-hmm. you know and then they're like, like having if- a drink and then she's like, let me come with you, stranger. And it's like, mm, mm, right. okay, you know. And then she just gets killed, and it's like, okay, you wasted fucking time. There's, imagine, have you seen Thelma and Louise? I've not. Okay, well, there's a, a part in early on in Thelma and Louise where uh, one of the characters looks like she might get raped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, the situation resolves, and the movie continues, and that happens in, like, the first 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. But imagine 
to those of you out there who have seen the acclaimed movie Thelma and Louise, imagine if, uh, I can't remember which one it is, either Thelma or Louise, gets raped and killed right there. And then the movie continues with a new, <laughs> a new character. Like, that's basically the equivalent of what happens. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense, like, setting up a dynamic between two no, characters. Yeah. And it's not like that lady was, like, a one-dimensional. Like, she was really going for it. Yeah, she was acting like she was going to stick around for a while. She's, I thought it was pretty obvious from the get-go. Um, I'm like, okay, so, you know, you're pretty much at that point we already know the psychiatrist is the serial killer and uh she like we don't see who gives her that drink although the framing of the shot when she like looks back there's like some guy Mm -hmm. like an old guy right in the back and i thought it was him and then but then they show like a pov kind of shot and she's like isn't that the isn't he the picture of sophistication or something i was like and pretty much from there it's like okay it's david Cronenberg. that's just serial killer and then she's like talking about him and we don't see him and I was like okay it's for sure him and then he shows up and not that that's bad you know but he shows up and he's like hello I'm like okay mm. she's dead you know <laughs> like and it's never it, explained like why he is a serial killer or what relationship he has with like you know he puts on that mask and it's almost like a ritual for him yeah and it's never explained like what he was trying to accomplish by that or what it meant to him or what satisfaction he got out of killing or if he was doing it out of necessity to xyz nightbreed yeah, you know just... it never ties in it's just like he is a serial killer that's a separate thing though he hates these Nightbreed people, these underground people, yeah. kind of. It's it's so weird, and I it it I know I mentioned it briefly earlier, but like the main characters, we never get to fucking know them outside of like just the fact that they're they're having to deal with this. We see them like almost in, I don't know solely what they through want. I don't set know, pieces. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. What does he want? Does he just want to start a family? I don't know. What does he want? I don't even know what he is. Like, <laughs> literally, is he a night breed? Like, by the end of it, I guess I kind of know. But this movie wastes so much of its time, mm-hmm. too. Like, there's nothing especially excruciating. But, you know, in retrospect, it's like, man, you need to use that time for something else. Mm-hmm. This was, you know, like I said, her walking through Midian is like, goes on way too long and doesn't do anything other than being like, check out this cool. Mm-hmm. prosthetic um this guy's blue <laughs> but uh there's also shit I-, I love it when movies do this especially movies on the older side mm-hmm. when uh somebody sings the entirety of a fake ass song yeah you know yeah. she sings an original song written for the movie i i'm willing to bet and past a certain point you realize like we're hearing all of it yeah we're, we're hearing all of it it's like, okay, I love it when movies do that. It's like, here's this song. It's like, that's not a real song. <laughs> it's always how it feels. It's like, it's a fake song. Don't try to play the whole thing for me. In retrospect, it's like, what? What were you doing? We needed to see her right. sing that for 30 seconds. Get her looking at the main guy. You mm-hmm. know, get that done. He leaves. Is that something she's passionate about? Is she? Does she want to be a singer? Does she? Is she doing that just to get by? Yeah, we learn. Not, she never sings again. 
We we don't <laughs> learn true. anything. She never from mentions that. it again. That never the, her the fucking Carol Ann or whatever never says like, well, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm a vocalist for a band. Right. She never talks about it. It's easy to forget about it. Right. She is girl for the rest of the movie. It's such bullshit. She's it's like what, girl. Even if it was like the most corny, fucking. I want to be a pop star. Like anything. Something. Yeah. They don't have time for it. There's no room in the movie <laughs> for it. But it's, I don't know, like, well, I mean, this there is... movie had all of the resources to, like, tell something that's, like, kind of uh, heartwarming or introspective about, like, these characters maybe realizing that they want different things by becoming part of this underworld thing. Like, yeah. you know, maybe it's not as simple as we wanted, or maybe it turns out, like, I want something different than you wanted, even though at first it seemed like we wanted the same thing. They never learn anything. It's just like, I want to be with you. You're yeah. a zombie person. <laughs> yeah. And, and and it's like, and that's, it's so funny because like at the end, you know, when they finally, ah, the movie is ended, you know, they're standing on a hillside looking mm-hmm. down at burning Midian. Everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as far as I can tell, almost all the police died. Right. Almost <laughs> like almost all of the Midian people died. Like, or like which, a good a good chunk of them. I mean, it is like I, so many people fucking die at the end. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, and like not like God, we're getting it. You know, it's a hard R. Like they're yeah blowing people's heads out. You know, not heads off, but they're shooting them. But uh, they're on. Anyways, they're on that hilltop or whatever, and he's and what. She start basically. It might as well be like her going like, "I want to be with you. I want to be with you," and him going like, mm-hmm. "But mm, you know," and like that goes on for a minute, and then basically the gist is like, "I have to be with Nightbreed to right. do something," you know. And it's not even like solidified. It's like, "Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do," or like, "Yeah, not that I need to." Like, I'm gonna go here. We're going to mm-hmm. try this. It's like, I don't know what we're going to do. It's like even less solid than that. But anyways, she's like, you know, I want to be with you. And he's like, you can't. I'm a freak or something. You know, yeah. it's not quite that bad. But uh, then he's like, I have to go. And you think like, oh, okay, it's splitting them apart. He's right. immortal and this part of this other world. Mm-hmm. And she's. Not and you know he says like you can't you can't become a night breed and she's like make me into a night breed mm-hmm. and he's like you can't you know and I was like okay so it's impossible because at yeah. that point I didn't understand that the bite had turned him quite even though the red tendril guy had mentioned it during the climax yeah well of when the movie. he when he says that the, that he couldn't do that to her I took that as like okay there was something about the special about him that allowed him to become. That it wasn't just like the circumstances Mm -hmm. because he got bitten before he was fatally wounded. But with her, she fatally wounds herself, then he bites her, just turns her into the thing. And it's like, okay, so it it muddies up everything that I thought was the case. Yeah. And it's also like, it's like totally like, oh man, like you're leaving on a note. And also, this, this thing's like sequel baiting. Like yeah, crazy, guess, yeah. you know, uh, that priest. Oh yeah, yeah, totally yeah. with the priest. Yeah, the priest. Uh, I thought they were gonna do it with the the uh, sheriff, but then he just gets killed. 
Um, yeah. But, you know, then he's like, I have to go. I was like, okay. Separate ways. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll meet again. Is That's the idea yeah. here. And then, no, it just kind of, like, goes back. Like, he's even walking away. Like, and it's like, okay, that's done. Wait, no, she just stabbed herself in the stomach, and she's fatally dying instantly from her wounds. Right. Uh, yeah, it's very frustrating. It doesn't, like, I don't know. if I almost wish that it would have committed to just being, like, campy, like, complete mm-hmm. nonsense. Yeah. You know, like, just have... I don't know, have her be like, you know, I've always wanted to be a zombie, like some corny ass, like evil dead almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh 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 a uh, flavor. But it doesn't, it's like it still doesn't know, like it still wants to be like a serious drama is yeah what I'm understanding from it, but like there's all this goofy shit happening, like the sheriff like keeps coming back like more burnt in every scene and at the end he's like fucking purple <laughs> and he's like got no hair yeah. and all his clothes are burned off but they're still like playing it like serious like yeah. the priest is like killing him and it's supposed to be yeah. like oh but it's like he looks like a looney tune that just got blown up by he a looks bomb like he should cough smoke <laughs> yeah steam should shoot yeah. out of his ears why what do you want to fucking be? That's another thing. It's like it's hard to 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 uh to like pin down the level of logic mm-hmm. or like the degree of logic by which the movie's operating. Where it's like, you know, like how how hard can the rules of reality be bent? You know, and it's it's like it might be almost impossible to do, or it would be very hard to do because you're are you're blending like slasher and like serial killer shit, right? Like hard stuff where it's like people die. You stab them and then they die, right? But you've also got like high fantasy. Uh-huh. You know, where it's like I am a shapeshifter and this little girl turns into an oog if she's out in the sun. Right, and like we used to be among you until we were hunted almost to extinction and we had to come under... Show the- her the past. <laughs> <laughs> that part's like, holy shit, and then she's crying when she comes back out of it. And it's like, whoa. It's, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's so weird because it's like, I want to say it's like packed full of ideas. And I guess it is. But then it 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 also feels like it's not, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like kind of just like hammering away at something, yeah, you know, and it's like just haphazard, and it's like the level of seriousness is really hard to pin down as well, where um, like you know, like I said, there's like horror suspense scenes, especially with the serial killer guy, mm-hmm. and then. You know, also, then we go from that to uh, the sheriff, and they're, like, explaining guns. They're like, you got this gun. It's really fucking big. And then you got this gun. Oh, yeah, we're going to shit. And they've got, like, people firing assault rifles into the air, getting ready to go. I don't even know what they think they're going to do. Do they know about these monsters? Right, they're, they're like, instantly convinced that there's, like, underground people living... In a cemetery. The psychiatrist is like, he's not alone. He's with, like, someone. Right. And I thought he was going to be like, okay, him and the girl. 
so that they're looking for him, for her too. Uh-huh. Like it's a Bonnie and Clyde thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it doesn't. It's like <laughs> that's another thing. The movie also almost becomes like a like a an on the road thing is what I thought it was about to become. Yeah, yeah. You, go, you get to an end, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna start. They're on the run. To go do something, I don't know. And then, like, they go to the inn, and it's like everyone in there's already dead. And then the SWAT team comes, girl escapes, main guy's framed, and immediately put back into some sort of confinement. He doesn't get to do any. I was like, it was so funny because they start building it up. Like the SWAT team gets there, and it's like, oh, this is set piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's gonna like fight the SWAT team. Right, mm-hmm. he's gonna kill a bunch of them, or something, um, and it like builds up like that's gonna happen. Like they're like bum bum. Oh, they're all getting into their, you know, mm-hmm. it's building and building. It's like oh, he's caught in a room with all these dead bodies. There's only one way out, you know. He's got to fight his way out, mm-hmm. and he like starts, <laughs> he starts becoming Nightbreed, <laughs> you know. And it's like oh, here we go, and then he like eats some blood, and then he turns back away from Nightbreed and they arrest him <laughs> without a bullet being fired. <laughs> and it's like, okay, all right, now he's back in jail. He's, he's in jail now. He's getting the shit beaten out of him. And also, like, I, I felt, maybe this is just me, but I felt a little uh, weird about the sheriff character. The 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 psychiatrist comes and, the, the, you know, he's like, what do you know about Midian? And the psychiatrist, like the uh, guy at the gas station or whatever that gets tortured, he seems protective of Midian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so like, is this town like kind of guard this thing? It would make sense, uh-huh. you know. And he's like, and he's acting like protective of it. He's like, what do you want? No, this is my jurisdiction. Why mm-hmm. are you gonna do that? You know. And but then it, he turns out to be like a fucking psycho. Yeah. And he wants to kill all of them, you know. And it's like. I don't know. That just that's another thing. Yeah, for no fucking reason. It's so it's just confusing. That's all. It's and it's hard to hold on to it. It's yeah, I mean it's it's off the rails. It's off the rails like from start to finish. Like there's never a moment where it's like, "Okay, you lost me." You know, it never got me. Right. I was yeah. never on the train, you know. <laughs> I watched the train go off the rails <laughs> from a distance. You know, and it's uh-huh. like, "Wow." <laughs> What you know? <laughs> um, Are you ready to get into completely true stories? I guess so, man. I could talk about this movie for a very long time. <laughs> we're running pretty long, really. Yeah, I feel like we're we've been talking about hour. it. Oh, jeez, really? Yeah. I feel like we've been talking about this for five minutes. <laughs> I feel like I haven't anywhere near covered the movie, but fine with me. You, you, okay. Um, yeah, I mean. I look at this movie, the big picture, and... It's what movie making's all about. It's what movie making's all about. It's not about the little details. But... I don't know. I see a lot of complaints that I see, like, thrown at other movies that, like, aren't as bad. Right. Like the Mario movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, this has all of those problems, but, like, way fucking worse. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know, it's just, I don't really get what the point is, because, I mean, I don't even get the idea that this is, like, somebody's 
dream come true. Like, you know, at the very, like a Christopher Nolan movie. Like, I don't get the idea that somebody behind the scenes was like, at least, you know, this is my baby the way, the way it was meant to be. Mm. I feel like this is somebody's drunken slurred word version mm. of like an idea they had. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that they successfully translated something they thought was really cool into something that, you know, is just a visual version of that. I feel like it's a failure at that. And, mm. you know, of course it's a failure in all the w- other ways that we talked about. I mean, it's just not cohesive. It's not telling a story, uh, editing, pacing, tone. All of that is just wonky, just completely in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a three out of 10 completely true stories. Mm. At times it looked nice. It sounded nice. <laughs> I really I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, actors were fine. People looked good. Yeah. But everything else is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Your turn. I, like I said, you know, it's it's I never got on the train. Mm-hmm. You know, so I never felt it going off the rails. Uh, and so I never really got attached to it. And, you know, you always watch a movie, but the watch was really emphasized here where it's like I'm removed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm watching myself watch a movie. Yeah. You know, if that makes any sense where it's like, what? You know, um, so it really doesn't I, I i have i have trouble feeling like real like anger like like actual like frustration mm-hmm. we've been sitting here complaining about it for a while you know and they all still stand and i didn't even get them all in you know all the complaints mm-hmm. uh you know but it's like i mean i finished the movie the movie ended you know and it was like it felt like the the song from the end of the Super Mario Brothers movie should have played. Like y- you said that, that it should have played. Right, and and it really does. Where the Super Mario Brothers movie seems to concede to the audience. It's like, <laughs> anyways, to play us out. Here's yeah. what what are the, right. what's you the band? You just watched a bunch of it was Rock Set. It was yeah. almost Unreal by Rock Set. <laughs> just they play that and they're like, all right, let us play that out. You know, right. you just like, watched a bunch of crazy shit. Here's like an R and B pop song. Yeah, here's <laughs> here's a nice big ballad, cheesy ass music. Yeah, and it it it, it seems to be like an admission. It's yeah, like, like a know. wink, there sort you go. of. At least that's how I process a tip of it. The hat. Now. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. Anyways, I never really got that with it. I I genuinely just don't know what to make of it. It's like totally like. You know, movie ends, shrug my shoulders, like, damn. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Like, a lot of shit went into this movie. Mm-hmm. It, and you're right. It's like, uh, you know, I sort of started, because all this stuff was, like, so different, and, like, also, like, it felt like it should be detailed, and there's, like, there's no, it's a director's cut and all this stuff, and it was like, you know, is this Clive Barker's, like, a little like passion project thing mm-hmm. that you know was a big flop you know or you know big overblown thing and it yeah. didn't work out like that's what it felt like but in the end i kind of don't feel like that's what it is 
mm-hmm. you know, where it's like it kind of feels like it should be because there's like all these ideas and all this energy and lore <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I mean, it just it just feels out of control, out of control. I could go on for a while. Anyways, my feelings are neutral. I don't hate it. I mean, I really, it's like I'm so detached from it and like it's so loud and nonsensical. Mm -hmm. And I never grabbed on that it's like I can't really detract points from it. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like there's things I don't like, but I mean, it's like I look at it, it's like, ah, that's none of my business. (laughs) Five out of 10. I don't know. Just neutral. All right. Hello. Hey, uh, I'm here at the warehouse uh, for our sick and twisted game. Uh, wh- where are you? Yeah, I left. Uh, I told you. You earlier, left? I told you before I even left this morning, before I even left my house, that I had to be at my nephew's christening today at ten. So, yeah, I left. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. What are you saying to me right now? What are you saying to me right? I. I mean, you know. Tw- I've got the contraption here. I've got the... It's going to have to wait. Look, we're about to go in. I'll call you later. No, hey, wait. The sick...